everybody. Woohoo! It's the day of the Walking Dead. It is the Walking Dead day. It is the Walking Dead show. Do you have any zombie stuff to say? No, nope, but today we're going to talk about anxiety, depression, ADHD. Was it ADD too? I don't know. Hallucinations that help you cope. And a few other things. Yeah. So, here Please we are. Please enjoy today's session. Today's payment will be $3,000. We accept this in check or cash. Feel free to pay monthly. Are you quite done yet? Press 1 to end this transaction. <laughs> Press 2 to enter an amount. Are you done? <laughs> Press 3 to set up another session. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen to what should have been a monday show i am sorry we have been way off for the past couple of you know i've been saying things have been going on and so there it is but we're back today um yes it's not your imagination is tuesday clearly because you just saw this posted on tuesday so it's not monday we were going to do this monday but um something well, i don't remember what we're doing but we started in the day got escaped us and it was extremely late. We've been tired. We're out hiking on Sunday. We usually do that on, on a Saturday and um, so that we can recover and rest on Sunday. And then if we hadn't already started recording today's show, because we actually get to see The Walking Dead a few days before. So if we hadn't already done it, then we'll usually do that on a Sunday. So not to have to rush through on a Monday. And what happened was we were tired, we were resting and, and recovering, and so then there you go. But we still want to make sure that we got you a separate show today instead of adding this into what will be today's show. Or what will be, not today's show, what would have been, we didn't want to add it on a, another Tuesday show as we've been doing. So here we go. So although it is Tuesday, you're getting your very own Walking Dead show, as we usually do. And we are in chapter, chapter, we are in what again? Hold on. I am one of your hosts. Welcome to the White Beard TK Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, T. Anthony, a.k.a. The White Beard. And standing next to me is... Uh... Samantha. 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 Samantha, Samantha. My name is Samantha, Samantha. Okay. And today I will be her your therapist. No, her name is TK. It's it's uh, it's Elizabeth. It's uh, also known as TK out there in the trekking world. Um, yes, we are on season ten, episode something. I want to say twenty. I'm almost sure that this episode was twenty and not nineteen. It will it'll all be corrected by the time. I write this up so they'll hear me saying this, but they will read it and it'll be perfectly fine. And the episode is called Splinter. And basically, this is the um, princess episode. It was a wonderful episode. Actually, I didn't like it as much as I did all the other standalone episodes. I really, really loved the episode with... Um, which is, I don't know the reason why I thought we were doing that this week, and we did do it last week, right? 
my father Gabe yes. and any other guys. I, I really enjoyed that, you know, just the guys just hanging out type episode and then they get into trouble. That was really cool because we hadn't had a lot of that in The Walking Dead for a while because they had to deal with the war. The Whisper War and all the other things. So there was no real time to like sit and chat and relax. So it was good to see them to do that while they're doing these um, sort of standalone episodes of what's going on. Um, I do think that they set us up for thinking that we were going to be seeing everybody in this episode. And basically this was the princess episode titled Splinter. Yes. So, yeah. I got a lot to say about this whole Splinter. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, how did you like it? I mean, I like it. This was not my favorite out of all the ones that we've seen so far, but I, I liked it. Um, I thought it was really good. I really like it. Yeah. Um, what was that movie that we saw? Is it Split? And got his split personalities. Yes. Yeah. This is the, this episode reminded me of Split. And it should have it should have it should have already um, been in my mind of what it was going to be. Did you okay? Did you know what was going on? And when did you catch on that what was going on? What do you mean? Did you know the entire time that Princess was talking to herself? No. When did you pick up on it? Um, I didn't really pick up on it, actually, like at all. I usually do, but I didn't. I think the only thing that was weird to me was that Ezekiel was beating the guy up. Like, before it switched and it showed that it was actually her, I was like, okay, that was oddly violent. At least coming from him. Oh, well, you forget that Ezekiel is a warrior and a fighter. He used to slice people up with that sword, remember? Right. But. See, this is, I don't understand. Maybe it's been because people haven't seen The Walking Dead for a long time. And the last time we saw it was a whisper war. And there was this long break. And then after the long break, we're getting these very subdued, um these very subdued episodes before we roll into the last season. Because when we were watching the fan reactions, especially to um, One More and a few others, oh my God, Gabe is so violent. And it's like, where have you guys been? It's not that it's, it's not that. It's just that it's out of character. Because usually these people aren't, it's a different type of violence, you know what I mean? No, but I think I, when you say out of character, I can get it. Okay, so Ezekiel like, like beat the men. Ezekiel wouldn't beat somebody to death and be like, no one will ever hurt me again. That doesn't make sense. Right, now right there, that that was out of character. That made no sense. But Ezekiel beating a man down, that's well within his character. Now, him not talking if he's inside the train car with her, talking to the man, trying to reason with him before he beat the beat down, that's kind of maybe not out of his character because he is willing to fight and he will fight. But, you know, being a leader 
um, he's a different type of leader than than Rick and the rest of them are. You know, he, he wants to lead and, and just kind of like have peace and stuff. But yeah, we've seen Ezekiel get out there and slice people up and had his tiger tear things up. Mm-hmm. Although after after the tiger died and he found he had cancer, he kind of eased back. But um, I thought something was wrong when she was like, Yumiko. And Yumiko didn't answer and she's scratching. And then the next scene, maybe it was just a director's flaw. When she said, Yumiko, are you still there? I'm going still there there's nothing there but the sunlight there's no way you can get that much sunlight into a train car so for me i'm going something's not right here then when she saw the little door open up i'm like dude that's a setup that let that one roll by when she slipped out the little wood and then ran into um what's his name in the other room right i thought it was a setup too because it's like all right let's say somebody did kick out the boards and they closed it up with a metal sheet. Four little tiny nails like that, I could easily be pulled out. But it wasn't even nailed in. She just moved it. It was. She pulled it out. Okay. But I didn't think that she was hallucinating the entire time. When she got to... Um... What's the guy? The genius. Eugene. When she got to Eugene, I was like, what? Okay. I didn't think too much of it, but I understood what Eugene was saying was that, listen, you need to relax because these people, they're watching us and we have to be, uh, um, what do you call it? We need to be representative to them so they can see that we're people to deal with. And because like he said, you know what? We've got people waiting for us. I totally forgot that they're way past them and they don't even know the whisper already happened mm-hmm. while they're going to get some help and they're doing some other stuff. And so he was saying, listen, you need to get back in there and relax because of this and that. And I was like, Okay, that sounds like Eugene. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. But then when Ezekiel came down from the sky, that's when I thought something's a little Lightning odd. was, how did he get up there? He would have had to climb. How did you get out of the train car that you were in? Yeah. Um, when he dropped down, that's when I thought, well, this is odd. But then... The part when I really knew she was hallucinating is when the guy was getting beat down. When she was, when he was beat, when Ezekiel was beating him down, just before he hit him, he was saying, look, I'm here, I'm just so-and-so. And she's talking to him, and you see Ezekiel standing behind her going, yeah. Like, you know, there's a fight going on. Well, like, where are we from? In the Bronx, right? Somebody behind you in a fight going, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It was like one of those moves. I guess. And then I was always going, something's not right. Because Ezekiel's not talking. And every time he says something, she says a particular word. So it was like that, you know, those 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 shows where we see people who are not really in the room, but they're in the room. I've seen it done enough, so I kind of knew that something was up. But yeah. But then when they broke the silence and said, hey, guys, guess what? She's talking to herself. I was like, I knew it. 
And then when it happened, I was going, why? I mean, the title itself should have told me. I was like, oh. Then I kicked myself. I'm like, it was right there in the title. I'm thinking that the <laughs> splinter was the thing that happened that triggered her hallucinations. Oh, yeah. I, I know that. They were using that. But I think it was also, um, I want to say a metaphor. Is it a metaphor? It's not a simile. It's a metaphor, right, because a simile is something that's like, metaphor is something in place of, it, it was for her losing her mind. Her mind was splintered. It was split. But yeah, the whole point was it, it kicked off with the, as you were saying, with the finger. Yeah. The finger triggered. She got a little splinter. Yeah. And then it talked. And then she was remembering what happened to her, which was... Come on. Her stepdad and her mom were abusing her. Was it stepfather or was it her father? It father? was her stepdad. Okay. Lots of dead air, that all you got? Uh-huh. Um, and then that, that wasn't... She grew up in an abusive household. So, okay, first of all, when we first meet Princess, we already know she's crazy. We know this from the fact that, and she's got a sense of humor, and one just as pretty much probably as good as, as uh, King Ezekiel. Because we were both, I, I was laughing and he was laughing. I don't know if you were laughing at the episode when we see Princess when they first meet her. Yes. And it had, she had the dead set up and all this like little parlors and, and little tiny vignette type of things that, that was really, that was funny. Like the cop giving a person a ticket. That was funny. Yeah. And so she's in that entire town, which is huge by herself. Mm-hmm. By herself. She's, she must have been there for a very long time because she's in there by herself and she's setting up all the walkers and all these little things. The one sitting down having the tea or was it playing cards or something. So, yeah. So she's definitely got an imagination sitting out there. And then when they see her, and she starts saying, are you real? And doesn't know if they're real. We know she's cracked her nut. Princess ain't wrapped too tight. And then we find out for real in this episode that she a little broken. She's a little broken. Now, I don't know if it was because of what happened in her family. I mean, she grew up in a rough house, as you were saying. Um, what you say about everybody in the show, no one has... Nobody in the show is trauma-free. Yes. Not even the children. No. Not even the animals. No. Not even the vehicles. Not even the structures. No. Not even the wildlife animals. Not just domestic animals. No. Not even the nature. No. <laughs> None of it. All, all of it has trauma. Everything yes. has just been traumatized. Yes. And speaking of trauma, you can reach us at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. That's whitebeardandtk at gmail.com.
and you can talk to us about your trauma. No, um, you can you can talk to us, say hi, and uh, tell us what you think about this episode and anything else that you'd like to say about our, about our little show here. And moving right along. Um, yeah, so we figure out that, yeah, she's crazy. I don't know if it's the, the, the family background where, you know, dad was probably a little, and I don't know if this is pre or post-apocalypse when, we, when she's talking. What do you think? It was pre or post? Pre. Okay, pre-apocalypse. And she was home. She had like a splinter in uh, in her finger or something like that, and it got infected. And she had to stay home from school. Did she ask her mother or her mother was up? What happened with the school thing? I, I don't know. She just got infected, and then she had to stay home from school. And then her parents were mad about it. And so stepdad was like, you can't eat at the table. You need to eat outside. And so she was like, Mom, you can't like seriously be letting him do this. And she was like, well, then don't eat. Like, oh, okay. To which I said, eat outside yeah, as I in... I would have been throwing some knives. Eat outside as in the street or in the living room? Because I'm good. I'll take my plate. Now, I was thinking, is it pre or is it... you can't cook anyway. Well, I'm thinking, was it pre or was it post-apocalypse? Because it was post-apocalypse, he could have been saying, you know, they're getting infected and she may turn into the dead and start chewing people. You need to go eat outside with the dog. Why would she be in school post-apocalypse? I don't know. The kids from the stupid... What's that show? She's an adult. What a child's mind. Homeboy asked her, how old are you? I don't know. <laughs> I could be 28. I could be 29. I don't know. I lost track a long time ago. You 100 years old. Have you been in the apocalypse? That's kind of true. Mm-hmm. If you made it through this, um, you, you, you 100 years old, you done aged. You have aged. But... Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a whole finger thing. I was like, hmm. Yeah, and so the family is just a little even worse than that. I mean, I gather from the point where she's talking when she does escape after, you know, getting the guy and, and, and beating him down, realizing like, oh, snap, um, Ezekiel's not really here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me. And he is bloody. Yeah. She jets out the train car, runs to the fence because she's about to get out of there, and then turns around and goes, no. And you and I both said the same thing when she had the rifle on and she went under the fence and it got stuck. I'm like, just take it off and put it on your side and go. But I guess from the writer and the producer standpoint, that would be too easy because they needed to, for that next scene to happen. Yeah. Which is her to get stuck and turn around and go, you know what? They're my friends. Let me go help them. But then we see it's Ezekiel number two, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. Come on, man. It's like, come on. Let's go. Let's go. If you do this, you're just like your mother. <laughs> she was a survivor. She was a monster. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes. He said survivor, she said monster. No. He said monster, she said survivor? Yes. Look, well, you didn't make that distinction. You just said the lines. Well, if I'm a person telling you that if you do this, 
then it makes you just like your mother. And, and obviously, it, I can't be you. Okay, so what happened with her mother? Her mother, at some point, left her in the household. Yes, and we gathered from the way the conversation went that she had a brother. Don't know how many, but we know that there's at least one brother that she had. And something happened because the two of them worked together or were dealing with each other or helping each other through whatever issues were happening inside their house. Um by way of San Juan, right? Yeah, because she tells the guy she's from Pittsburgh, but she got there by way of San Juan, so I'm assuming that her family came from Puerto Rico, then they moved to Pittsburgh, PA, and how she ended up down to where she is right now is anybody's guess. Well, I guess after the apocalypse she went, because she also mentioned that there was another group of people who were really nice to take care of them, and when she said them, she meant her and her brother. So at some point, her and her brother either separated or he died, like you said. Yeah. And then she moved on. Mm -hmm. My favorite part about that scene, though, was Ezekiel with the walkers. And they was hanging on his, like, like, like they was, buddy, come on. Come on, princess, you can do this. And the walkers sitting there going like, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. The train conductor moment, the thing, yeah. like, yeah. And then she decided, let me go back. <sighs> It all went downhill from there. She reasoned with the guy and she was like, you know what, I'll answer all their questions, blah, 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 all that. And so she answered the questions and he was like, okay, that's good. Can you give me back the gun now? And she gives him back the gun. He bangs on the train, the train door. And he's like, okay, let's go, I got her. And then she was black bagged. <laughs> Everybody else was lined up with bags in her head and they put a bag on her head and got out of there. And so my question was, at what point was she hallucinating and what point was real? When he said, okay, I can work with that. I'm thinking, like I told you, was that when they were, when she was being asked the questions, that was real. And when she didn't want to answer, she got hit in the face and then he dropped inside that car. Yeah. And I think after that, none of that was real. All of that, she just hallucinated until he got up off the floor when she realized it was real. And the guy's like, who are you talking to? And then she was free to have a black hood put over her head. Yeah. And now the fun begins. Not for them. Yeah, well. Who knows? Who knows? I know that this whole doing this film, digital thing instead of film is... Now, when we first saw the uniforms with the white, I thought the uniforms was corny from the jump. I'm like, it looked really bad. And so now with the digital in there, though, you can see it very crisp and clear. It looked like it was made out of rubber. It's like that in the comics, too. Well, in the comic book, it looked like a comic book, and that's good for a comic book. How do you play that out in, in the real world? So, look at the, the padding that you would use for your kids when you're trying to teach them kickboxing or something. It, it's just weird. But um, I, I don't like it, so I hope we don't see too much of it. I'm not the comic. I didn't read the comic, so I'm not all that pumped to seeing the this supposed armor. I mean... I thought 
the kingdom's armor was bad. When they were walking around their little tiny chest plates from like hockey, <laughs> like some hockey yeah. hockey pads. Yeah. And then now you have this, so. Well, we'll see where they go from here. Um, I don't think we're going to see any more of that until season 11. So my thoughts are, is that they're going to meet the people. Because I don't remember if I saw Yumiko lined up out there. Yes. Okay. All right. So then that's it. Then they gathered them all up. And so now that's it. So either they're going to see somebody else or they're going to kick them out. Mm-hmm. So are they the Commonwealth? I don't know. Neither do I. What episode is up next? Oh wow. I don't remember them saying something. Wait, I think I think I did see someone mention something. Um, I can't wait to the fans this week, the fan reactions to this episode. They're probably gonna go bonkers. And when they find out that Ezekiel wasn't there, that's gonna be funny. Um, I think I don't know if it's the next episode coming up, but but Daryl and Carol finally split part ways. Yeah. It was a long time coming. Can you imagine if they like baited us and then Daryl and Carol's show is just gonna be them separately? Oh. Oh. That would be awesome for the simple fact of what you just said. Everybody going, well, we know they're going to get a spinoff, so we know they're going to live. Yeah, they're going to be alive. Yeah, they're going to be alive. Yeah. We know they're going to live because they're having, a they're having a show, and they should have not told us they're going to have a show, but that doesn't mean that the show is going to have them together. That's a really good one. They baited you, and then you just spend the whole season with them separate, going their own way, and then each gets knocked off. The fans would go bananas. Yeah. They would be tearing down the Walking Dead set. Let's all go to Atlanta. Burn them down. So, yeah, which, um, Fear should be coming back up when, April? I think so. Yeah, so I'm assuming Fear's going to come when this ends, and then The Walking Dead returns in the summer. So pretty much when Fear of the Walking Dead ends, then that will probably begin. And then we'll get season two of... <laughs> that beautiful show you like. Yep. What's it called? World Beyond. You had to think about that one. The World right, Beyond. Right, because I was thinking New Hope for some reason. That's a Star Wars movie, isn't it? Yes, but... But I heard that they announced that they are going to be having, they said it's going to probably more like some little web thing, but they're having a, a small little series that's going to be on and it's going to focus on, and, mem and my memory is escaping me right now. Um, who is it going to be about? The Submarine. The submarine, uh, and and, it's, and I think it's supposed to be, it's supposed to land in or in between, it's going to be sandwiched in between um, six, five and six? What's up? Well, wait, what's fair up to now, five or six? 
I'm not sure. Whatever the number is, whatever this year is, it's going to be sandwiched in between those, and it's going to be a post-apocalyptic or a post the the uh, the uh, beach submarine thing. So it's going to be talking about the submarine and all the people that's in it. And if you think about a submarine, it's the Donner Party. Uh, <laughs> you funny. We kind of rude. Guess we There's gone. nothing left. I mean, once the the dead people die inside the submarine, your goose is cooked because you've got nowhere to run. Yeah. Now, someone had to be alive because the submarine ended up on the earth. Yeah. And how that happened, it's anybody's guess. I guess we have to watch this website or wherever it is going to be. Um, this sort of prequel, post-call, whatever it's going to be. So uh, that sounds very interesting. So they're doing that, and I heard they had a few other shorts of Flight Something Something. I don't know if you can find that out. I'm, I'm quite sure it's probably on on, a, on the interwebs. On the Snap-A-Doodles. On the Snap-Chap-A-Wops. Ew. We can find that. So that is it. That's the latest update that we have that I heard of. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for the next episode. And so we are out of here, my deadheaded friends. Well, no, we can't say deadheads, right? Because that would be the Grateful Dead people. Yes. That is it on this week's uh, walking. Why is your finger hovering over the, the click button? I'm copying you. You're copying me? Yeah. Why are you being annoying right now? Because I wanted to. Okay, well, let's get out of here. We have stuff to do. Say goodbye. Bye. Catch you next week, hopefully next Monday. Bye-bye.